welcome back to another episode of Fools That Change the World. I'm Braden Ford, and we're super excited again to be interviewing another independent upcoming artist that we love. And hey, let us know if you're loving what we're doing here. Comment below if you're in the chat, and if you're watching on Spotify, Apple, and the podcast networks, let us know. Email us, message us on Instagram, and let us know what you think about this. We love doing it. There's already been so many amazing artists we've got to talk to. And we have an amazing new duo we're talking with today, Logan and Katie. We are so excited to dive into that. So we'll be starting in just a little bit. Awesome. Okay. So welcome again. This is the next episode in our series, Fool to Change the World, where we're talking with upcoming new artists. Today we're talking, of course, to the amazing husband and wife duo, Logan and Katie. And yeah, I would like to know if you guys could introduce yourself to everyone watching. Yep. Uh, I'm Logan. I'm Katie. <laughs> uh, we're a husband and wife duo out of uh, Southern Indiana. We've been doing uh, this for like three years. Uh, we lead at our local church, and so we got married three years ago. Um, but we didn't start putting out songs till last year, obviously. Uh, but we were kind of working on them before then. It just took us a very long time to finally want to put them out. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I did not know that you guys have been doing music for about three years, then lean worship. Yeah. So what's that been like from doing that compared to releasing music now? Um, I don't know. It's probably been a bigger change for you. I was in a I was in a band for years before this, uh, and then we kind of took a break, and I met my wife Katie, and I didn't know she could sing at the time, and so that was really interesting. We got we got engaged before I really I found out that she could sing, and then she started like leading with me at church, um, that I've been a worship pastor at for a long time. And so I think putting out our own songs has been uh, a little more, it it requires a little bit more vulnerability than I think worship is so much, you know, uh, hopefully our hearts are that it's pointed towards God. And when you have to put out your own song, it's like, you got to kind of put yourself on display a little bit too and be like, hey, please listen to our song. (laughs) And so I think that's that's always been hard because I want the heart behind it to always be about about Jesus, uh, but also trying to say like, hey, we wrote these songs, (laughs) see if you like them. I don't know feeling different but yeah definitely yeah i'm sure that's been a big change as well yeah especially like leading these songs i don't know if you guys do any live shows or leading these in your personal church yet but i'm sure if you guys have that would be incredible again to actually bring that in that space but in a new way kind of exactly it's it's been really cool just to take songs we've written in our kitchen or in our you know little bedroom and we we played a camp recently and the kids knew all the words and we we're like what? Yeah, they sang it better than we did. <laughs> we were like how did you even know this? Yeah. So that was super cool. Uh, we just never expected that ever. So that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I do want to touch on this really quick because I don't want to shy away from, of course, what we're going to talk about. But also, um, Logan, I believe you have a solo project too that I didn't even know was connected to Logan and Katie until my boss mentioned it. I'm like, wait, that's the guy. So, <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, been so I let my band was called the lasting hope and then when that finished uh, I started doing my own music which is low which is my initials uh, and then I put out music pretty consecutively for like 2019 to 2020 uh, but then that was around the time that Katie and I got started so it kind of put hit the back burner but every once in a while I'll like have a song and I'm like this is clearly not for Katie and I <laughs> and so I, I release it so I got a song coming out Friday that uh Katie and I are actually doing a cover of it. It's going to drop Thursday night on TikTok and Instagram that I think hopefully will get people yeah, <laughs> hopefully will get people the excited about the song because uh, I think she sings it a lot better than I can, but it's just a little too rappy for you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. That's awesome. Though. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Like, 
loving that. I love Logan and Katie as well. And also, you mentioned social media. You guys have been doing a lot there recently, which I love seeing the reels. I love seeing the videos. Katie, you have an amazing voice that you carry well. So, so I just love seeing that. What's the impact been seeing these videos reach out to people like that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the TikTok thing has been really crazy. We, we started a TikTok in 2020, or maybe it was even 2019, and just had like 67 or 68 followers for like two years. Uh, and then one day, like six months ago, we were like, let's, let's post a couple more. And we're always practicing for Sunday mornings because, like I said, we're, we're leading worship at our home church, and we do that most of the time in the kitchen. And sometimes Katie will be cooking because I'm like, hey, we got to learn this song for Sunday. And she's like, I got to cook dinner. And so I'm like, all right, well, we'll do them both at the same time. And so we're like, let's just film this put it up uh, and one of them hit 700,000 views recently. And so we were like, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> like that's, it's, that's kind of been mind blowing to us. And we've had just, you know, some really cool interactions and a lot of meeting a lot of people like online and hearing our music, basically just filming out of our kitchen, doing something we would already be doing. Uh, and so I think that that's, that's been really cool in this new era of music, putting out music to people that we could never go tour like we don't have the capability to go tour in the Philippines, but we have a lot of fans in the Philippines right now, which is wild. Mm -hmm. And so I think the technology thing, although it could be, you know, it could be dangerous in 2023, it's a huge blessing just to get to reach people with the message of Jesus across the world uh, using your iPhone, which is awesome. So true. Yeah. And I love seeing that glimpse of real life you guys show because especially social media, so much of it's all, and like we love the, the polished bits, we love that. But I love seeing just the real worship, and of course, just seeing you guys through your day just doing that. It's always an encouragement amongst the really produced reels. I just always love seeing that and hearing you guys, especially through your music, because these songs they're deep, they're powerful. I'm loving them, and I'm loving how they're reaching other people. Like like you said, the Philippines. I have a friend who was actually working with music around that area, and it's awesome just hearing how these other countries, people we don't even think of, are consuming this music and it's impacting them. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So I want to ask you guys, of course, our main question, which Fools Change the World, interesting title, but uh, we want to ask you guys, like, why do you believe in the power of music and how have you seen God use that to change lives? Because so many people, they look at Christian music as the oddball, especially independent artists. Like, they, many people think it's foolish. Like, why are you doing what you do? But yet we know the power of music. We know how God uses this. So I would love to hear your guys' perspective on why do you believe in the power of music and how have you seen God use it? I'm right, so sorry. <laughs> I moved this giant cat. <laughs> sorry. No, that's such a, good, uh, such a good question. It's, I gave my life to Christ at a Toby Mac concert when I was 12 years old. And when I felt like maybe in my life I was starting to stray away from God when I was 15, I like recommitted my life at a hardcore screaming music concert about Jesus. <laughs> and... So it was like every time that I felt like maybe my life was drifting away. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the I cat is so wild sorry. right now. Uh, every it's time I feel like I was it's drifting away, um, God pulled me back through music. And I mentioned a second ago that I didn't know you could sing whenever we got married. And and through that, it's become something that we bonded over in our in our, our marriage. Um, worshiping together as like husband and wife is something I didn't really think was possible for my future. And now it's something we do daily and so it's it's been really special yeah worship has always been kind of where i have felt the lord and um i mean if i was having a bad night i'd get in my car and i'd go blare worship music and just cry out to him um but yeah i mean i i prayed what i have in logan and what what we're doing is 
I secretly was praying for a husband that that I could I had never sang in front of anyone before Logan I had never like I had that desire in my heart to like like I because I loved worship so much and I loved the Lord but I just didn't have the confidence or just I he's pushed me and, and encouraged me but I have I was praying for that and a husband and no one really knew that um but they were just prayers that I were asked was I was asking for and the Lord really delivered in that and it's been really cool to see how he's answered those prayers and and just what we're doing now yeah I never in a million years would I think I would have a one song out let alone three <laughs> so yeah wow I love that yeah that's definitely the impact and I've seen that in your sky story especially through um, I have to touch on this your songwriting I don't know if it's both of you guys or one of you guys, but all three of your songs, they completely blew me away. I remember hearing your first song, um, and I because I was going through so many different song submissions because we get that all the time here. And I remember just legit crying to hearing your song. But I was like, this is beautiful. And then you guys have just continued to release some amazing songs. So what is the songwriting process like for you guys? How do you craft these songs, especially they're personal, they're real and they're just honestly beautiful things. I love them. So just want to be curious about your songwriting skills. Yeah, thank you. That, that means a lot, really. Um, I think that it's been different every time. I think the, the first song we submitted uh, and that we put out was All We Need. Uh, and that was, that one was why I said that was the reason why it took us so long to put out songs because we worked on that thing for years. Uh, I've been writing songs forever, but it felt like that one. It just never felt that it, up year. It was like year after year. It never felt right. And then uh, we were just talking about the other day. We came up with that the chorus. Jesus, take everything not of you. Break until the breakthrough. Jesus, where you are is where I need to be. And it was like I I had to come to a place where I could sing that and mean it and write it and mean it. Uh, and so yeah, I think the songwriting. This has been my most personal project between you and I, especially with our latest song. Uh, it, I've wrote songs in the past that have been like stories I've heard other people tell or uh, things I've not even really went through, but everything that we're writing between us is like, this is real, this is personal experience. We have all we need, which is like a, a prayer. Can I get an amen? It's, it's kind of like we work at a local, local church. We think people should be in the local church. It, I think there's blessings that come from pouring everything into your local church, whether that's small church, big church. And then Jericho was, was, was really the story of uh, loss and, and uh, we kind of shared the story a little bit on social media, but we, we had a miscarriage and it's been praying for a child for a long time. Uh, and to see that kind of like not, not come to fruition was really tough. Uh, and I can remember it was probably like the day after we got back from the hospital, I was just sitting at piano writing. I had already kind of had the idea for a song, but I didn't know what it was. Um, and I wrote at some glad morning, uh, tears will break upon the shore. Uh, Pain will, cease. Pain will cease as we see the ones we loved before, and I was like, I can't, I can't put this I'd out. I like cry. I just sit <laughs> I was, with you. Oh, yeah. I was. Ugh. I was like, yeah. I can't. So it's like uh, the. I guess I come up with a lot of the words, but Katie's living a lot of the life. That's <laughs> I didn't go through that personally, and but I, I, I kind of watched that season that we walked through, and I watched Katie be so strong in it to where I had a Sunday morning at church service where I broke down, and I get home, and she kind of tells me it's like. He's still got in the waiting, and, and so it's been it's been a back and forth thing. I, I think I've been doing the songwriting thing long enough where it feels like it's kind of like a muscle right now. But sometimes I'm like so deep into it, I can't see. So Katie's been able to like really take me out of it. Like, what does this mean? And be able to write a lot more personally because of of, of Katie. So 
That's awesome. Yeah. And like you said, this story, these songs are coming from real places, like real trials, like the miscarriage thing that's unimaginable for so many people. And so many people yet are struggling with that. They're struggling with so much brokenness and they need songs in the waiting songs for the, I don't understand what's going on. And for me, like that first song, all we need extremely hit me because I wasn't a part of trying to figure out how do I surrender? How do I hold this together? I had to learn just to let it go in that song. It helped me so much just to say, okay, God, this is all you now. I'm just giving up everything. So we'd like to spend just a little bit for you guys to speak to anyone who's listening on this, whether live right now or whether on the podcast later. For those people who are watching, like, yeah, I'm struggling. I mean, I may be going through a miscarriage. I may be going through something else, but I don't see the other side of this. I'm currently in those tears. I don't know where's God in this. So if you guys could speak into that just for a little bit. Yeah, and that's it's so tough. Uh, I, I'd like to be able to be like, we're out of that season of waiting, but we're still praying through that season of waiting. Yeah. But what I've, what's been super comforting to us is a quote we went to, uh, I think you were just at the Caleb Fan Awards, I think I saw. So we were at the Opry, uh, the hotel, and we went to the Sing Conference, which is with the Gettys. Um, Alistair Begg spoke, and one of the quotes, we didn't know we needed at the time, uh, but one of the quotes that he said was that when I couldn't feel God's presence, I could trust his word. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's been so uh, comforting in this season where it's like, I want to also say that it was so hard for us to put this song out because we didn't want to come across like we were wanting pity because we know that so many people have went through like such harder seasons that it was like we were so scared that people were like, that's all they went through. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But we also didn't want to shy away from like, this is really tough. And like, yeah. I can't imagine what somebody who's, you know, there's just so many things in life that are unimaginable to go through. But in those moments, it can really feel like you're alone. And it, it definitely, there were times where we felt like abandoned, but we didn't doubt that God was there. And because his word is true, because Romans eight twenty eight, that those who love God, he's called us according to his purposes and he has good plans for us. Um, and all things work together for good when you can trust those promises when you've written them on your heart it does make it easier yeah it's definitely been a season it's been a really hard season for me and just really helping me to dig into the word and see who god really is and in his character because this season has felt unfair um but that's not like that's not who god is he he's he's just he's faithful and so just even like, I mean, just you said, despite how I might feel like God is still faithful, just focusing on who he really is and despite how I feel in this season. So, I mean, we're still walking through it, but. And he's still being faithful. And so that's, that's what's, it's like, we got to keep that in mind. We don't, we're not God. (laughs) So it's our job to trust God. So. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's one thing that God's teaching me recently. And it's to not just like, I don't need to understand what I'm feeling, but yet to learn to say God is faithful in the midst of trials. It's so easy to say, you know, like I'm tired, I'm hurt, Mm -hmm. all these things. And they're valid. They're real things that we shouldn't push away. But yet to say, my God's faithful, my God's still sovereign. And no matter the outcome, that's what really faith leads us to. And that's a beautiful thing. So on a little bit of a lighter note, I do this, I try to do this every episode. So, Please bear with me, but you guys released your song that we've been talking about, Jericho, this month, I believe, right? Just like two or three weeks ago? Yeah, like three weeks ago, maybe. Awesome, yes. 
and it's definitely you could say a highlight of the month to say just you know again love the song so a little bit of a liar note because we already discussed yeah. a lot about the message of this song the story yeah. of it um i'm gonna ask you both individually what would be your favorite song you put out so far because there's only three songs unless there's an unreleased one you want to throw in there as a favorite but what would be your favorite song th thus far yeah, I don't know if you're going to say the unreleased one. Uh, I, I, I'll probably no. go with, uh, oh, man, it's tough. It, it hits every different season, but right, it is Jericho right now, but it's also Can I Get an Amen right now. Uh, I think the Can I Get an Amen one is fun. We've recently shared it with our church, and they loved it. We, I hate showing my own songs to my church because I'm like, I don't want to ever make this about me. But I did that one because there were so many people that had asked about it and they loved it. So it was really fun to share with them. So yeah, uh, Jericho is definitely mine just because we're currently walking through that season. Yeah. And I just know how isolating, like just personally me walking through that, I know how isolating it can feel um, walking through what we've walked through. And mm -hmm. I just want it to help others and in any season of waiting, it doesn't have to be loss. It doesn't have to yeah. be pregnancy. It doesn't just any season of waiting in life. Yeah. So there it goes. That's definitely. awesome. Definitely. So we're about to finish up here, but one last question for you guys. And this is something that for many people know, I also work with a site called new release today, yeah. which I'm pretty sure, you know, Kevin yeah. and all of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one question we ask in our interviews is how can we be praying for you guys? Appreciate that question. Man, I think that we kind of touched on it already, and I hate to just kind of hit the same drum over and over again, but it is tough in being in a season of waiting. And so I think if you could just pray for wisdom on how to navigate the choices that we're making right now through all this, um, patience, it's easy to like get frustrated with God, but we have no right to get frustrated with God because we're not God. So prayer for patience. Um, and just, you know, prayer, prayers for whatever God wants to do is what we want to do. So if it wants us to just, I'm a teacher in my spare time, Katie's an Annie in our spare time. If he wants us to be teachers and Annie's for the rest of our life, that's what we're going to do. And that's, we're going to be faithful and serving in that. Um, but just whatever he wants us to do, to let us be faithful and let that be desire of our heart. Do you have anything specifically? Yeah. Yeah. Just to yeah. be just faithful in the faithful seasons that he's given yeah. us. So yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. We'll definitely be in prayers for that. And just to let you guys know, again, thank you again for joining us. Thank you again for your music. Like you guys said, your favorite songs. Mine's still your first one just because of how personal. I love that. that. One means I, I love that, yeah. We're always afraid nobody likes that one. Somebody yeah. talks about it. So it's been yeah. an encouraging talk. Thank you. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but just let you guys know this music, it's really making an impact for people. I've been messaged before by people like, we love Logan and Kelly. Oh, sorry, Katie. <laughs> sorry. I You're good. Understood. Man, thank you so like music's definitely impacting people thank you guys for doing this and yeah we love you guys and we're excited for all this to come for you guys thank you so thank much you. thank you for having us anytime man. of course right. thank you guys again for joining thank you all those watching listening to it online and we'll be again for full change the world another time hopefully next week thank you guys and thank you again logan and katie thank you thank you see you guys